0: We discovered a URL that spoofed a university login and essentially worked our way back from there.
1: That's Allison Wyckoff. She's a senior security researcher with SecureWorks Counter Threat Unit. The research we're discussing today is titled Back to School, Cobalt-Dickens Targets Universities.
0: And just by looking at passive DNS records for that domain hosting, the URL, and other aspects of the site, we were able to identify that this activity was much larger than just one university being spoofed.
1: Yeah, so give us an idea of the scope here. How many folks were they going after?
0: So in the initial reporting that that you've read, we had a much smaller scope than what actually came to be. So overall, since public reporting, we have discovered that about 154 universities in 20 different countries had been targeted by this particular campaign.
1: Now, take us through, how did they go about it? What were they up to?
0: So initially, we just had the URLs. And in looking at the URLs, they nearly exactly mimicked login pages for um, various university resources. Mainly, it appeared that they were targeting library resources. Uh, however, the end part of that URL was, in fact, the adversary domain. So, for an untrained eye, it would look like you're clicking on a link that belongs to a university uh, where you should be logging in, but that wasn't, in fact, the case. In looking at this, we believed that they were using these URLs to fish the university targets. And after publishing our research publicly, one of the really great thing happens when you publish research publicly. Other people who have observed the activity will come out and provide you more information. So one of the side effects for us when we published this publicly was that we heard from a lot of folks who had observed the activity and were able to learn even more about what exactly was going on here. So we actually were able to get some of the contents of some of the phishing messages that were used, which was really intriguing. So we were able to confirm that Cobalt Dickens leveraged these domains and phishing messages sent to folks associated with the universities whose web pages are being spoofed. And in the messages themselves, they were generally library-themed, which we sort of guessed from the way the URLs were structured, but we saw that instead of using the URL that we had discovered, they were using shortened links to mask this fake domain or this fake login page that they created. Um, And there was actually two levels of redirection, which was fairly interesting. The phishing message had, and some of the messages that we reviewed, had a Google shortened link, which then resolved to another shortened link, and then resolved to the actual domain that was created by the adversaries.
1: So taking several hops to get to the final destination.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. you think they were doing that as a layer of obscurity.
1: Now, when you say uh, targeting libraries at these universities, I mean, what does that mean in, in a university context? What's the implication of that?
0: You know, it's hard to say because a lot of these library resources are shared among universities. They're not always specific to the particular university that these folks were targeting, but uh, we're assuming that they were going after these resources for some sort of intellectual property gain.
1: And what kind of, of things would they be after? We're we talking about university research primarily? Uh, could
0: be university research. It could just be the online academic journals. It's, it's really hard to say what the specifics were that they were going after. The interesting piece of this is that we think they were going after not just university faculty, but potentially students as well which is a real challenge for universities in defending their networks because they don't own student devices it's a challenge and how do you how do you educate these folks and students on you know phishing tactics and we talk about it a lot but it's really hard to protect students and people who aren't a part of the corporate domain but who are accessing your resources
1: now you mentioned that you were able to get your hands on some of the phishing messages how targeted were they? Was this a shotgun approach or did it seem like they're going after specific individuals?
0: It was really hard to say because we only got a very small sample size of some messages that were sent out. So it was difficult for us to determine whether it was one specific type of user within the university or if it was limited to you know, a particular subset of the university. Very hard to say.
1: Was there anything to be gleaned from the targets that they chose? Was there any pattern to that? Were they going after specific uh, European countries or North American countries? or is there, there anything from there, or was it fairly random?
0: So the targeting was fairly random, I'd say. Uh, there was a pretty large smattering of universities targeted in the U.S., but I'm not sure if that was because there's just a lot more land space in the U.S. and there's a lot more universities to go after. We couldn't determine if there was a specific type of university that they were going after either.
1: So tell me about Cobalt-Dickens. What is this group? Uh, Who do you think is behind this? So Cobalt-Dickens is a nomenclature that
0: SecureWorks use to identify the cluster of threat activity, but uh, we believe it's associated with the Iranian government. The activity that we saw was very similar to activity that was reported on earlier in the year by the U.S. Department of Justice. They actually issued an indictment on an Iranian company and several Iranian individuals associated with that company that performed similar activity over the course of 2013 to 2017.
1: Now, have you seen any shift in their activity since your research has been published? Is, have they backed off any or are they still seem to be at it?
0: Well, the days following the publishing of our research, we did see a couple more domains being created, which was interesting. But the more intriguing aspect of this particular campaign is that it's nearly identical to a lot of campaigns that were associated uh, with this adversary prior to the public disclosure by uh, the Department of Justice.
1: And are those campaigns that you all were tracking as well?
0: This is the first time we've directly observed this activity, but we were aware of
1: the activity happening prior. I see. And so in terms of advice for the folks who are targeted here, uh, how can they protect themselves?
0: So I think it's a real challenge for universities to protect themselves from this kind of threat. Again, they don't own their student resources. And in this case, we think that some students may have been targeted, again, because it doesn't matter if it's student or faculty in terms of getting access to the resources. They just wanted them. So I think it's a twofold approach. One, um, training. And I think that's sort of old news in the industry. Security professionals talk so much about end user training, uh, particularly when it comes to phishing. And unfortunately, training is really not enough. All you need is, we always say, is one person to click. But I think really considering multi-factor authentication on sensitive resources, anything that can be accessed remotely outside of the university network with the username and password. It's, if it's really important to the university, you really need to consider some additional factor outside of the password to secure that resource.
1: Now, in the process that they used here to steal these credentials, they would send you to a duplicate site, but then often they would um, just loop you back into the actual original university site? Correct. And so for the user you may not know that anything had happened. Absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, and it, the sites were very tricky too. So we learned that in addition to moving folks to the legitimate site on the spoof site, the adversaries created certificates. So, you know, the average end user doesn't look to see what certificates issued to the site that they're logging into. They just look for that little lock box or, you know, https in the URL to think, oh, okay, well, I'm at a secure site. This must be the site I'm logging into. So we think that those certificates were created to make the sites appear more legitimate.
1: Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's almost a uh, camouflage, you know, like you said, it's the, the shorthand. And as you said earlier, you know, I would imagine, especially for students who may not be as sophisticated, they see that lock and they think I'm logged into my, my university uh, portal here and everything's fine.
0: Agreed. So before we went public with this particular piece of research, we worked really hard to notify the registrars who were hosting the malicious domains. We also got in touch with law enforcement in many of the affected countries, as well as a lot of the national search, just to make sure that we could actually disrupt this campaign. So we found it very early on in the stages, uh, so much so that infrastructure was still being created around it. Uh, We are hoping that we were able to disrupt this campaign in some way, shape, or form.
1: Now, how about, uh, have you gotten any feedback from the universities themselves? Uh, Any any contact and responses from them?
0: Uh, We haven't, and I wouldn't expect to for ones that aren't SecureWorks clients. Hmm. But I'm sure that in light of the dollar amount of content that was stolen initially by this group, I'm sure that they're grateful that these domains have been turned off.
1: Right, right. They benefit from the the attention from law enforcement and the... uh I guess, the, the interruption of the campaign in general. Absolutely. Our thanks to Alison Wyckoff for joining us. She's from the SecureWorks Counter-Threat Unit Research Team. The research is titled Back to School, Cobalt-Dickens Targets Universities. You can find it on the SecureWorks website. We'll have a link in the show notes.